going on, everyone? This is Drew Code Sports Talk, and I am your host, Andrew Wright. And over in his daughter's bedroom is my co-host, <laughs> Cody Johnson. Cody. Hey, everybody. What's going on? I am in the pink studio, a.k.a. the child's bedroom. And we are coming at you with a brand new episode, of course. This is the last episode of our NFL series, and it is the... It is the wild, wild west, y'all. It is uh, the AFC and the NFC West, arguably two of the best divisions in all of football. So I think this will be a very interesting discussion and and talk and predictions, and I think we should get started. So please enjoy. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. We always appreciate you guys listening to us. Um, if you want to follow us on, not if you better go follow us on social media, which, uh, we are on, uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. It is all drew code sports talk. So go check it out and also follow us on YouTube. Uh, hopefully Cody, I mean, Cody, I feel like we look decent enough to where we can put some clips on, on YouTube now. Don't you think? I think so. Um, I'm waiting for that lipo suction though, that I've had in the in the can for a minute just so that way i had my six pack without having yeah, to do that you work. had you had physical therapy today I did. so you had to have sweat and you did too bit. you did, I too. did too yes and unfortunately uh, we didn't know. have it together able to hold hands which i know the wives <laughs> would really be upset about but <laughs> my wife would hate it so much <laughs> if you and i ended up having the same physical therapist then she would just be like oh my god you guys did this on purpose. Somehow you figured out a way. <laughs> I'd be lying if I didn't say that I thought about it, but yeah, you know, I know. I, we don't want to, we don't want the wives onto us. I mean, we're you know already what? suspicious as it already is. America doesn't give us free healthcare. So <laughs> we have to go through insurance companies and whatever insurance cover, whatever insurance covers, that's where we have to go. So, you know, yeah. what can I do? <laughs> Just one man. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really excited about about this week's episode. Uh, we get to talk about NFC West and the AFC West. Um, NFC West is always near and dear to my heart because um, when my wife and I went to Seattle, we loved it. And I was like, if I lived in Seattle, I could see myself rooting for the Seahawks a lot more. Um my my whole well i shouldn't say my whole wife's family my a lot of my in-laws are rams fans uh so uh you know i hear about a lot about the rams and then the niners of course my dad is actually a 49er fan so uh, i constantly hear it from him and then um you know then we get to do afc west which is the best division in football no i'm I'm just kidding. It won't come out to that, but at least it has the best team, Mm -hmm. the Las Vegas Raiders. Of course, there's only one nation and that's Raider nation, baby. That's right. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. And that's what I'll say a lot this week, a lot this (laughs) year. Just win, baby. Come on now. Um, So I'm excited about that. But before we get into all that, Cody, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. I'm excited about this episode. We've been talking about it nonstop since we stopped recording last week. So ready to get this thing going. And uh, I'm ready for a nice relaxing weekend. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm ready. I mean, it's not going to be relaxing. 
Okay. Or, you know, well, I, I shouldn't say that. A whole uh, weekend full good. of nothing but football? No, not well, relaxing for you. Saturday. Well, Saturday, um, my in-laws are throwing uh, everyone who has a September birthday, which I am part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're throwing all of us a, uh, um, a little party, I guess, a soiree, you could say. Okay. Um, and so we're going to go and, and do that. But I know leading up to it, you know, we're going to have to do a lot of cooking. Uh, we're going to have to remember to bring everything. We're going to mm-hmm. be freaking out until we're in the car. So I already, I'm already uh, prepared for that. And then uh, Sunday, I'm going to be really excited because I'm not going to have anything except for laundry. Nice. And then, um, and obviously, I'll be watching football, and I'll just be getting the uh, side eye and eye rolling uh, mm-hmm. from my wife. And then, <laughs> and then um, you know, I and then on Monday, the Raiders get to play football, so mm-hmm. I'll get to watch. So I'm I'm ready. I'm really looking more forward to to monday uh because all i'll have to do is is be home and and watch my son so uh that'll be fun and hopefully they'll win for your birthday too that'd be a that's good what present. i'm hoping yeah oh that's Kick right off. they they will be playing on my oh i didn't even think of that <laughs> yeah yeah old man that's right <laughs> back it was in kind my of, day <laughs> it was kind of funny i sent you a polo today and i was because you were telling you played me a song lyric or you mouthed it and you assumed I wouldn't know. And I said, young buck, this is, uh, we know this, this is back in mm-hmm. my day and you won't yeah. know that until you get to my age. Funny thing is, cause I'm slightly older than you by like, well, four months. I, I, I will say this. I was going to, well, you brought it up. So this is your fault. Now. Um, you, you said that it was matchbox 21 and it's matchbox 20. So Mm. I feel like you looked it up and you just were in the in the mode of no. That should tell you that I twenty one. That should tell you I didn't look it up because I got the name <laughs> wrong. Matchbox twenty one, <laughs> but I knew the lead singer though of the guy that actually did it. So I don't know. You looked at Drew Pomerantz's name and you Drew still Pomer- called him Pomegranate. Drew Pomegranate. <laughs> Pomegranate. So Pomeranian? I don't know, man. I don't know what to believe. Which which one is it? If you have a last name, don't ever let me pronounce it. <laughs> it will not be the same. <laughs> you remember I gotta that? be honest with you. Half of half of the, the Marco Polos that you send me, um, if you get a name wrong and it's really funny, I will show my wife. I'll be like, hey babe, look at that. look at what he called it. <laughs> oh man. It hasn't happened in a long time. I'll give you that. Well, now it's going to happen really soon because um, now you've jinxed me. So I was really yeah, working on that. Now it's now it's all I'm going to think about now. Yeah. Well, it's you should go when you draft. It's it's mainly baseball players, but every now and then, like football players, do you get wrong? And yeah. um, well, what's funny I is think like you should in... have a rule where uh-huh. when you when you do fantasy drafts on you know fantasy baseball, fantasy football, just pick guys that you you can pronounce their name their last name sure. and first name because sometimes you can you can butcher those but sure, uh, sure the last name is the is the more important one so yeah and i mean beautiful. don't get me wrong i say it in my head and like okay this is how it's pronounced and then because i psych <laughs> myself out as it comes out it's okay pomeranian no that's no it's not even close <laughs> forget about pomeranian <laughs> <laughs> oh my god cody what are we gonna do with you man I don't know. Just All keep right, working well, at it. One of these days I'll get it right. 
<laughs> no, you won't. Do you remember you're, when um, you're 31, Cody? It's you're not going to change. Do you remember when John Travolta introduced um, the gal that sings "Let It Go" in Frozen, and he butchered it really badly? And then so now everyone has a John no. Travolta name. You didn't know about that? No, I never heard about that. So I forgot what award it was. I want, babe, John Travolta mispronouncing what's her name from frozen oh uh, uh what did he call her oh adele kazim or something like that <laughs> yeah it was something that wasn't even close and then the whole internet was then giving everybody john travolta names so then all you'd have to do is put in your name and then you get a john travolta name that wasn't even close to like so like your yours andrew wright he would have been like andre Resit or something, something really not even close. Well, we had something similar that (laughs) happened to my daughter. Um, (laughs) I can't look at you right now, babe. You gotta, you gotta leave the room or something. (laughs) Uh, So, I'm. By the way, sorry, folks. We're we're going off on the tangent, but it's just so funny. My daughter, we were trying to find pictures uh, for her school. And they, because last year we, you know, obviously we weren't really in school until like the latter part of the year. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, they had taken pictures one day and we were trying to find them and we we were like, how come we haven't gotten ours yet? And so um, you had to put our, we had to put our phone number on there. So they had, they had messaged us and saying, um, Hey, we can't find your daughter. Um, you know, what's her name again? And so we were like going through this whole thing mm. and they were like, yeah, we don't have anyone by that name. And we we're like, what the heck is wrong with like, it's not that like uncommon of a name, mm-hmm. you know, it's Nadia. I mean, it's, it's not like well known, but it's not hard to figure out how to like spell or, or sure. you know, and then my last name, Wright, is not that difficult. So we were we were like, I don't know what's going on. So finally, they were like, oh, we found it, you know, whatever. So they sent it to us. Uh-huh. So on the thing, on the picture or on the uh, little sticker that they give you with uh, the teacher's name, the room number, and then obviously the student's name, mm-hmm. it's, it's spelled out. So Nadia is N-A-D-I-A. Okay, mm-hmm. they spelled it N A T I A, not Tia. And then they wrote my our last name right, which is W R I G H T. They wrote it W R I T E. Yeah. What on God's greener? <laughs> and so I was like, well, you know, maybe my daughter wrote the wrong name. Uh-huh. And so I was like, I, instead of like asking her, oh, did you write the last name? I was like, hey how do you spell our last name? She was like, W-R-I-G-H-T. And I was like, I don't know what they did. Yeah. <laughs> no one's name in the history was Natia Escribe in Espanol. <laughs> so now every time we always call my, we always call my daughter, we're like, Natia Escribe. And she's like, stop it. That's not my name. <laughs> so we always, we're like, Natia. She's like, it's Nadia. <laughs> oh don't tell Haley that because now she'll say that too (laughs) all right i won't tell her i won't say right poor thing but yeah it's it's so funny the last the names man it's just i mean 
you are just mispronouncing it. It's this the spelling is what mm-hmm. <laughs> that was like <laughs> the most insane thing I've ever seen at a school. That that's the other part. It was at a school. It's not it's not just some random place we went to. It's, it was at a school. So you would think that, you know, maybe spelling is important, but I guess it wasn't. No, it's optional. <laughs> yeah, it's optional. <laughs> All right. So we went on a whole tangent. Sorry about that, guys. But hey, you know what? We're friends. We like to talk. And if you don't like the story, then, you know, just skip it. Whatever. Well, here we are. Um, just, hit the, just hit the fast forward or slide it forward and then it'll be fine <laughs> yeah all right so uh cody we're gonna be talking about let's start with the nfc west first mm-hmm. um and like we have been uh doing every week is we're starting from four all the way going up to one so uh cody i'll have you kick us off uh we'll do 15 minutes on N- nfc west We'll take a break and then we'll go to AFC West to end this episode. So, Cody, NFC West, who is number four, three, two, and one in the NFC West and why? All right. So, coming in at last place in the NFC West, which, by the way, um, thanks to you, brought it to my attention that there's actually three wild card spots now uh, because last year, so I didn't know this up until about 15 minutes ago. <laughs> So I've had to pencil in uh, playoff spots now, and I did. And I will, uh, I will give you this. When I first started writing the notes, I was like, okay, there's only six positions. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then I was like looking up and I was like, oh, wait, there's seven last year. I was like, I wonder if there's going to be seven this year. And I, and I saw that there's going to be seven again this year. So okay. I had that thought too. So it's, it's right. like completely insane. But I thought you would know. So I never said anything. <laughs> no, I was thinking back to old school. Yeah. Oh, it's six spots, two wild card spots. Here we yeah. go. So, yeah. All right. So, anyways, fourth place, I have the San Francisco 49ers at 10 and seven. I do have them making one of the wild cards, the third wild card spot. Um, the reason why I have them at 10 and seven, though, is they did lose their defensive coordinator to taking the head coach job at the uh, New York Jets. And I really think that he was a big reason why that defense was so successful two seasons ago, obviously with injuries and COVID last season, the defense didn't really perform well. And so San Francisco finished middle of the pack. They were still a good team offensively in some respects, but obviously didn't live up to their full potential. But, um, you know, they've got Jimmy G um, starting and I'm just not trusting their running back core. They're talented, but, you know, they can't stay healthy enough on the field. And I think that's going to play a part into it. And I do see a quarterback switch midway, um, for the Niners to um, switch over to Trey Lance. And I think what would end up happening is that would help propel the 49ers to make the playoffs or at least the wild card slot and finish at 10 and seven. Cause I just think Jimmy G with the weapons are fine, but I think injuries are going to play a part with him. And I think the wide receiving core is also going to have some injuries because they're um, injury prone from last season. Also they have uh, Sanu senior who's known to be injured as well. I don't see him staying on the field very long. And again, that defense isn't going to have their leader. They have a new defensive coordinator. So I think that the new defensive scheme that they have with all that talent is going to take a minute to kind of figure it out. And they're not going to be as difficult as they were when their previous uh, uh, defensive coordinator was there. And so that's why I have the 49ers at number at fourth place, but still making the third wildcard seed. Uh, and then I have the Cardinals finishing at 11 and six. 
or excuse me, 11 and seven, no, 11 and six, excuse me, You're 11 right. and six. Um, and I have them pretty much with an easier schedule, in my opinion, than San Francisco, but I have them uh, splitting games with all their division foes. Uh, but I do like, obviously, AJ Green is on this team now. I do like Hopkins and Murray's connection. Uh, now they got Edmonds, who there's not really now a cloud with, uh, in my opinion, in the running back um, slot because John Connor is good, but he's injury prone. So I think this is Edmonds, you know, legit starting role. And Connor's is going to be Connor. Did I say James Connor? Say John Connor. That's John Connor. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. James <laughs> Connor. Pardon me. It's because I jinxed you. It <laughs> it's see, it's all your fault, man. So anyways, <laughs> James Conner uh, is injury prone. So I don't see him really. Um, I don't see him really being a threat for the number one uh, running back spot on the Cardinals. And so I like their offense. Um, you know, they've, they've been surprising a lot of people. And I think they take another big step forward because they were really, really, really on the cusp of really getting into the playoffs last season. I think this year they'll actually solidify their spot and they'll get in. And then at number two, I have the uh, LA Rams. I really actually like this team a lot more than I thought. I have them finishing at 12 and five. Um, one, of the, one of the wins I have them is going to the Buccaneers, who I predicted wouldn't lose more than one game this entire season, and it was to the Rams. Um, I know that, Drew, you're not super, super high on Matthew Stafford, but what one of the things I was thinking about that gets me excited about this is if – uh, Sean McVay can take a quarterback like Jared Goff mm-hmm. and just have somebody that is a little bit more understanding of defensives, schemes, you know, calling audibles at the line, you know, because there's a lot of argument that Stafford in Detroit was being wasted because he's got this, he's cerebral and he's got all this arm talent, but he never had talent around him to help him succeed. And that, you know, franchise just didn't do what they could. <laughs> Yeah. And I think if you put him in a team such as the Rams with a mind such as Sean McVay, that defense, which is intense, and they're intense from the interior line, the linebacking situation, and their um, DBs, they're kind of they're kind of just sound all around. Yeah. And I think with a quarterback like Stafford having weapons like Cooper Cup, Robert Woods. Um, also to Tyler Higby as their tight end. I think that this team is going to be pretty offensively creative and surprising a lot of people. And I think even more explosive than they were with Goff because Stafford is not going to be afraid to pull the trigger and he's not going to get confused with defenses as much because he's seen a lot of them over his time with Detroit and he's a lot smarter for QB in my opinion. So, so I have him, I have the Cardinals and the Rams getting, um, the last two wild card spots in the NFC. And then I have the Seahawks winning the division though, at the same record as the Rams 12 and five. Um, I really like this team. Um, it's a good thing that they re-signed Dwayne Brown, their number one uh, O-lineman. Cause that was a huge concern. I like Chris Carson. He's a strong running back. He just needs to stay healthy. I like Metcalf. I love Lockett. Um, you know, their tight end situation is really the only question mark, but Russell Wilson, I mean, what more can you say? He is, the best quarterback in this division and he finds a way to get his teams winning all the time. And I think with the way that the Seahawks defense is slightly upgraded, I think that Seahawks are going to be, um, are going to actually make some noise and get pretty deep. I see them, you know, I see them getting close to competing for, you know, a spot in the NFC championship game. So 
that's where I've got uh, the NFC West at that uh, in those divisions. All right, man. Pretty solid. Pretty solid. All right. Um, NFC West, I have um, as the best uh, division in football. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to get that out of the way right now. My only concern with the NFC, I have all four teams making the playoffs, just like you do. My only concern is really the Arizona Cardinals, because Mm -hmm. I can see how they could go and miss the playoffs and just kind of be maybe like a a seven and 10 or an eight and nine, or even uh, maybe I, I, I think Based on their schedule, I don't think it could happen, but maybe even like a six and 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see how they do that. But I have the Cardinals in fourth place in the NFC West, excuse me, and I have them at 10 and seven. You know, the, the Cardinals, I, I just, I really like them. On Honestly, I think it's really the Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, I just, I can't get over how how impressed i am by him and the only thing that i can see that the cardinals could be held back from is i i'm not a huge fan of their defense last year i was really high on their defense this year with chandler jones he's basically saying he's not sure if he wants to be a cardinal or if he even wants to play um so in that perspective I'm not sure that I really like the Cardinals defense just because he is their pass rush. Um, And without him, I think that is going to be an issue. Yes, they did just add JJ Watt. So that will help, but we've seen JJ Watt is dealing with a lot of injuries. And I think with his age and, and how many games he has seen, um, I just feel like it's hard not to bank that Watt is not going to get injured again. Um, but like you said, AJ Green is a is a great ad. Um, and then you have, you know, Hopkins, who's just freaking r- ridiculous. Um, I, I would disagree. I will push back on you, Cody, a little bit on the James Conner. Um, I think James Conner, he wasn't great last year. I mean, that's I'm not going to argue that because I had him in fantasy and was very frustrated with him. Uh, I know we won't <laughs> but, have to talk about it. I, I'm I know you're recovering along with your Joe Mixon picks as, well, as well. I know that's a, t- a yeah. tough situation, but um, I do think he can push for for the number one spot because I do like Chase Edmonds. But I I look at Chase Edmonds as he has benefited from um, having Kenyon Drake ahead of him. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of in the in the slot of okay, now you have James Connor who's kind of pushing him as well. Mm-hmm. Let's see how he does as the number one back. And Connor is a good catching back. Um, so just kind of like how Drake was. So mm-hmm. we'll see how Edmonds is used. He might be used just as much as he was used when they had Kenyon Drake there. So Cardinals for me at 10 and 7 in the seventh seed in the NFC playoffs and uh, fourth place in the NFC West. So then I have the Seattle Seahawks. Now you had them at what record at 12 and five. Correct. I have them at 12 and five as well, but I have them in the three seed. Okay. Um, Honestly, because I wanted to put the Rams ahead of them. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the, I have the Rams at the same record. So put them at three, put them at two, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, exactly what you said. The Seahawks, first of all, I'm not betting against Russell Wilson. Um, I just, Russell Wilson is way too good to bet against. Um, this is my thing. A lot of people would say, well, they lost, you know, KJ Wright to the, to the Raiders. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, what does that mean? And I, I look at it as Pete Carroll is a defensive minded head coach. And so he wouldn't have let him go if he didn't like when he let go of Richard Sherman, a lot of people were surprised, but you kind of could see why they let him go. Mm -hmm. You know, they were, they were starting to get that talent in that young talent and obviously cheaper talent too. Mm -hmm. And um, so you can kind of see that, you know, the, the whole Earl Thomas thing, you know, it blew up in their face, you know, when it first happened. And then you kind of saw throughout the year, you're like, Okay, I can see why that why they let him go. So yeah. to me, them letting go of KJ Wright, I'm not saying he's going to be awful, but you know, they might have a guy that they really like that's already there and is cheaper and is younger and and mm-hmm. and maybe you know heading towards his prime versus KJ Wright, who's he is past his prime, but you know mm-hmm. how far past I don't know, but we'll yeah. see. Um. But yeah, man, I mean, you look at their, their schedule too. It's not that, it's not that hard of a schedule. I mean, there's a few teams there, like, you know, obviously in division, but you know, the Packers, they see the saints, Mm -hmm. uh, the football team. So, you know, Titans Colts, we'll see how they are. So, I mean, there's a few games that could go either way, but Mm -hmm. I really like the Seahawks. Um, and then at number two, I have the Los Angeles Rams. I have them at 12 and five. Like I said, listen, I really like the Rams, but I'm trying to, I'm trying, trying to, to stay within the lines here. Paper expectations. Because, yes, because I really like their defense, but they did lose their defensive coordinator as well as you had brought up with the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a great talent. They have great talent though. So, you know, <laughs> How, yeah. how bad it, how bad could it really be but you know they did lose john johnson mm-hmm. who was a big safety for the rams i think that will be somewhat significant they let go of michael brockers who i thought was a really good defensive lineman for them is he great no you know he's not aaron donald but mm-hmm. <laughs> he still was really effective and now you're kind of banking that Leonard Floyd, who had a really good year, but I think he also benefited from that whole defensive line. We're going to see what Floyd is made of. Um, And then obviously they have Aaron Donald. I mean, you're you're not going to be upset having him. So, um, you know, honestly, I'm just trying to like, okay, let's, let's let's settle down a little bit. And honestly, too, another issue for me is, Cam Akers going down that I, I do think that is somewhat significant. Now, Daryl Henderson, a lot of Rams fans, especially my in-laws, they really like him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen him. He, he is a good back. He's not, it's not something that he cannot handle, mm-hmm. but um, you know, with them getting Sony Michelle, I feel like Henderson, they, you know, I've been hearing that Henderson is going to be the number one guy. Mm-hmm. But I also can see how Henderson would be more of the running back 
mm-hmm. and Michelle being the the catching back because I don't mm-hmm. think McVeigh is going to want to just you know Henderson 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 then when he gets tired we'll just throw out Michelle I just I don't think he's going to do that maybe mm-hmm. he will I, I could be wrong but um, and then Matthew Stafford my my issue with Stafford is simply this he went with the Lions he did get into the playoffs now. Mm-hmm. I know the Lions are, are, were always bad. Always bad. They had that one year where they made the playoffs. He's a good quarterback, but mm-hmm. he never won a playoff series with all the years that he's been. And I, again, I know he's kind of a victim of, of where he was at, mm-hmm. but it's kind of hard for me to look past the fact of, um, as my dog wants to now scratch himself. So. <laughs> <laughs> um it's kind of hard for him. It's kind of hard for me to look past that he's been on this team for so long and really nothing has happened. Um, but I, I, I believe in Matthew Stafford on this to offense. I know he's better than Jared Goff. I know he's probably borderline top 10 quarterback. If not, he is a top 10 quarterback. Um, and with all these weapons, you get Cooper Cup, you get Robert Woods. They added Deshaun Watson. Van uh, Jefferson is is a uh, it, to me is going to be a sneaky good sleeper pick in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really like this offense. I would say this: if you're a fantasy footballer, don't go after tight ends. I don't know how many years Matthew Stafford has had all these tight ends. He had Eric Ebron. He he had TJ Hawkinson last year. TJ mm-hmm. Hawkinson was kind of hit and miss every week. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't go to tight ends consistently. Mm-hmm. And neither did Jared Goff. So yeah. if you think, oh, well, Stafford, they, they gave Stafford a bunch of receivers, more receivers. Why yeah. would he want to go to the tight ends more? So a quiet signing was a yes. Deshaun Jackson, a flyer. So, <laughs> so I, you know, if you're going after the, you're like, oh, it's got to be a Rams tight end. Uh, maybe have a backup option. Yeah. It was my only suggestion. All right. And then I have the Niners number one at 14 and three. I know I can regret this. I know I can regret this and I probably will. But my issue here is simply this. They see, the Bengals, the Lions, the Jaguars, the Texans. I'm not high on the Falcons. That's five already that I have like penciled in as a win. Then I have them splitting games. That's three more. That's already eight wins. Mm-hmm. They face, and I have them splitting games, like I said, against their NFC West. So there's three losses. So that's eight and three. I can see how they could win or lose against the Packers. I don't I don't think they lose against the um against the Titans, but they could. Mm-hmm. Um the Vikings and Bears, I mean say what you will, but I, I don't know. I just I can see how they could get to 14 and 3, but I can also see how you could say that they would get to like maybe 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. But I the issue with the Niners last year was simply they had a ton of injuries and it wasn't just Jimmy Garoppolo. It was George Kittle. It was Debo Samuel. It was Raheem Mostert. It was, um, uh, what, um, Coleman. Um, it was a lot of their offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Bosa went down. Um, 
Solomon Thomas went down. Um, a lot of, I think, uh, Sherman was out, um, yeah. kind of mid season. Mm-hmm. So they had so many guys that just got injured and they had the most injuries out of any NFL team all year long. Um, I just don't see them having that bad luck again, back to back years. Like just, I don't think it's hard for me to bank on injuries. Now there are certain players you can bank that are probably going to get injured. Mm-hmm. You know, I about JJ Watt, but I feel like Garoppolo. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to say. I'm not going to, I know there's a good chance that he gets injured again, but I, I kind of feel like, I don't know, for some reason, I just have a feeling that he's going to stay healthy, especially since Trey Lance is now there. So for me, the 49ers, I think are going to be a really good team because I don't think Garoppolo is going to let them be bad. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, and, and I know they lost Robert Sala, but I just feel like with Fred Warner, with Nick Bosa coming back, I, I just feel like they have all the all the players mm-hmm. to continue this dominant defense. Now, how the defense looks, I, I I can see how a couple of games they just look terrible. But for me, I'm not really going to bank on it. And mm-hmm. if I'm not banking on that, I feel like the Niners could win this division. Mm-hmm. Um, can I see the Rams winning this division? Can I see the Seahawks winning this division? Absolutely. The only team that I could not see winning this division is the Cardinals, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean I think they suck. I just don't think that they could overcome the yeah. Seahawks, the Rams, and the Niners. I think the 49ers have the most interesting path in a sense because yeah. between you and I, we have them either first place or last place. And I think that's the story of their of their season that's coming up right now, because even though, you know, both the 49ers and the Rams have changed defensive coordinators who we can honestly say that their defense kind of gets their offense going is the 49ers just internally promoted somebody. Whereas the Rams, they had Wade Phillips last season, correct? No. Um, what no. was their defensive coordinator last year? He's the Chargers head coach. Uh, okay. I can't think of his name right now. I want to okay. say Staley, but I, I think I'm wrong. It's okay. Point being, though, is they replaced him with Raheem Morris, the head, the coach that basically coached the Falcons up to win the last four games of their season. So I think we can both agree that's a huge upgrade in terms of leadership on the defensive side. Yeah. And so I think in my opinion, I think honestly the 49ers, I, I see them being that team that is teetering on a razor's edge between being really good or really bad. And I think Garoppolo could find himself being a turnover machine because he's forcing the issue and he's not trying to lose his starting job to Trey Lance, even though the writing's on the wall, it's just, when is it going to happen? You know, because there's an argument that could be made is Jimmy Garoppolo is now auditioning for teams for next season, not even for the 49ers to keep them, yeah. you know? So yeah. no, I'm with it's you. Gonna, on that. It's going to be an interesting season for the 49ers. So we'll see how that plays out though. I know we're going a little bit longer, but I just wanted to bring up, I actually think Garoppolo is going to hold on to this starting job the whole year. I mm-hmm. think they might in- implement Trey Lance in, in a few like offensive like scheme plays that they have. But I think for the most part, if Garoppolo stays healthy, I think he stays the quarterback. I just, 
it's it, it it's kind of hard for me to bypass Garoppolo the way he played in that Super Bowl. I know everyone thinks, you know, the Niners being in the Super Bowl with Garoppolo, um, and um, him making that, you know, you just overthrowing that, you know, the receiver that was wide open to the end zone, and um, I just. Besides that throw, he was so good. He was so mm-hmm. accurate. He was on point. He he was reading the defense really well. And it just, you know, you kind of ran into, um, you know, a, a, a buzzsaw that was the Chiefs, mm-hmm. you know, that were just on an incredible mission that year. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of hard for me to bypass how well he played, like, you know, to be honest, I was never really a huge Terrell Owens fan. But then when I saw him in the Super Bowl with the Eagles, the way he played being injured, and I felt like he was the only player who was actually trying to win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. um, I, I then was starting to respect who Terrell Owens was. Um, so that that's just I, – I kind of view Garoppolo in that manner of, you know – He's a, he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's bad, but uh, it's kind of hard for me to bypass what he did in the Super Bowl. And, like, he looked that way last year until he got hurt. So, mm. to me, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a question of can he be good. I think he is. I don't think we have any more questions. It's can he stay healthy, and that's a very – serious and understandable question yeah i agree all right cody so i i want to bring this up i know again i know we've gone a little bit longer but who's your number one seed in the nfc playoffs and what was the record so number one seed in the nfc i have the buccaneers at 16 and one and then for the two seed i have the packers at 14 and three you you have the green bay at what record i'm sorry 13 14 and three 14 and three Okay. And then three seed, I have Seattle at uh, 12 and five. Okay. And I have the Cowboys at the fourth seed at 11 and six. 11 and six? Mm hmm. Did I give you crap on the, on the Cowboys? Yeah, you did. But also, okay. too, yeah. um, Good. Good they're the me. best team in the worst division, which isn't saying too yeah. much, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, I'm just giving you crap, obviously. Um, all right. I, I'm just writing it down. So that's what I was trying to get. So, all right, man, because I'm trying to compare it to mine because uh, I have Tampa Bay. Nope, mm-hmm. that's the wrong one. I have just because I did head to head or um, strength of schedule. Actually, I think strength of schedule would go to the Buccaneers. That's the tiebreaker, isn't it? Yes. First over head to head. Yeah. Okay. So then I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one mm-hmm. with 14 and three. I think I said last week that I had, I had the Niners at one, but I, I, I did that because I had head to head. I think, Oh no, they didn't face each other. I just didn't think about it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at one then uh, the, we'll switch that. Um, then I have the Niners at two mm-hmm. and 14 and three as well. So both have the same record. I have the Packers at three with 13 and four. 
I have the Cowboys at four at nine and eight. Mm-hmm. And then I have the Rams at five at 12 and five, the Seahawks at six at 12 and five, and then the Cardinals at seven at 10 and seven. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Crazy time to live in where all four teams of one division get in the playoffs, huh? Yeah. Well, we'll <laughs> see if that's if that's right. <laughs> yeah, I think right. the I think the previous debate we had was what team do you have bettering than any of the other teams in the NFC West? And it was hard to figure out who we like more. So yeah. so on that note, guys, we're gonna take a, a quick break. And when we get back, we're gonna be talking about the AFC West. And of course, we're gonna be talking about the Raiders in that division and as well. Raiders. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, guys. Well, thank you. Thank you for sticking with us. I know we've gone a little bit over in the NFC West, but I feel like you can't really do the NFC West justice um, not talking about them for a little bit longer because, like we had said, we had said that they are um, the best division in football. Mm-hmm you know according to us this year so um you know there's a lot to talk about too i mean and and we kind of had a different we had them all making the playoffs but we kind of had a different um different positions i guess would be the best way different ranking different placing yeah Yeah. and and it does matter It, it will matter so yeah All right, Cody. Um, So we're going to go AFC West, which, yeah, man, we're going to be talking about Raiders. So I I assume we're going to go over. (laughs) I'm we can almost bank on that. Yeah, (laughs) but uh, I guess we'll try not to. But uh, Cody, we're going to go from four, three, two and then one. And uh, why don't you explain what the order is in the AFC West to you and why? All right. So. In the AFC West, fourth seed, I have the LA Chargers at eight and nine. Uh, part of the reason why I have them there, and I know that when you and I talked before we started recording, um, yours is obviously slightly different than mine. But the reason why I have them as eight and nine is because last season they were seven and nine, and they didn't really improve too much on the offensive line, which is what they really needed. I think uh, Justin Herbert coming in for a second year, obviously he started because of a. Uh, injury debacle to uh, Tyrod Taylor with the medical staff puncturing his lung. Poor guy. And anyways, now he's in Houston. I mean, talk about a bad situation. So, but anyways, um, the most unfortunate situation in football history. Exactly. It's gotta be. But anyways, with Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams. um, Now also they've signed, Jared Cook earlier this offseason, too. I really like their offensive team. I think they'll be fine offensively. Defense outside of uh, Derwin James and also um, uh, Joey Bosa, they really don't have a strong defense. Like those are the two catalysts for their defense, but they're they don't they don't have enough talent to kind of offset all that or to complement it. So, in my opinion, I think the Chargers will be playing a lot of like of coming from behind or trying to just outscore a team. And all it takes is a team with somewhat of a defense to kind of, you know, maybe play in a, in a zone that confuses Herbert a little bit, you know, you know, get a team that has a secondary that could, that has enough that could exploit the weaknesses of the chargers. Like, you know, if the, 
you know, if the interior rush of a defense, you know, can penetrate the line, which shouldn't be too difficult and gets kind of Herbert out to scramble a little bit, then obviously then we're then it's a different scenario for the Chargers. So I see the Chargers at being an eight and nine type of a team, obviously not making the playoffs or any of the wild cards. They'll finish in last place, in my opinion. Number three at 10 and seven, I have the Denver Broncos. I do have them winning uh, two extra games more than the Chargers. And the reason why is because their defense is still relatively good. Um, I do like uh, Justin Simmons a lot. Von Miller will be coming back. And I know that there is a couple of young uh, defensive players that are going to actually have a full off season. They're going to have a full mini camp training camp and all that stuff, which I think will make a huge difference. Uh, they did. Um, they did trade for uh, Teddy Bridgewater, which I think yeah. is a good upgrade for them in the sense of he's, in my opinion, he's a smarter quarterback. He takes care of the ball a little bit better. Does he have a better arm strength than Drew Locke? Um, debatable, but is he an upgrade in my opinion from Drew Locke? I absolutely think so. And they are 100% solid in terms of their offensive weapons. Corton Sutton is coming back from an injury, even though he's looked really good in the preseason. Uh, yeah. Jerry Judy's coming in second year, um, looking really, really good. Uh, not to mention all the other amounts of help that they've had before. They actually have a really deep receiving core. Um, and their offensive line has gotten a little bit stronger. It's a young one, so it's going to be one of those that over the course of the season will improve with more experience, which is even more scarier than that. So I see the Broncos being a 10-7 and 7 team. However, I don't see them making the playoffs. I don't see them getting one of the wild card spots, but I do have them at 10 and seven, making a huge leap in my opinion, in terms of improvement. And in second place, I have the Las Vegas Raiders at 10 and seven as well. I have them uh, ahead of the Broncos, though, even though they have the same record, I do have the Raiders getting one of the wild card spots, the number two one to be specific. Um, the, one of the things I'm encouraged with the Raiders is they did do their best to address some of the uh, defensive uh, shortcomings that they have, such as rushing the passer secondary. We'll see how that goes. It's still a work in progress. We did sign a, some veterans that are hopefully should benefit. And we did let go of Carl Joseph, who we actually signed as what I thought would be like a good little offset to, you know, the current safety, uh, John Abrams, which, um, you know, it or doesn't, doesn't look like it's working out so well, but we'll see. I mean, he's a ball, he's uh, not really a ball hog, but he does, headhunt a lot and that kind of blows the coverage a lot in our defense. So one of the things I'm encouraged though, is our offense um, is going to be as potent as, as it normally is with Waller. Um, I'm really looking forward to um, Henry Ruggs having a, an explosive year. And I'm really looking forward to seeing Brian Edwards in an actual full offseason program with training camp and the whole, and the whole gamut and seeing him flourish. Um, so we'll see. And I, and I'm not too mad about the Kenyon Drake signing. One of the things I'm not real thrilled about is we let go like, nearly all of the offensive linemen, including our all pro center, Rodney Hudson, who was one of the, my opinion, the uh, pillars of our team back then. Um, and so it's going to be really interesting. Um, you know, I don't see this team staying whole if they don't at least make the playoffs or make some sort of a deep run uh, with John Gruden and Mike Mayock. I mean, they've got a lot of questions to answer if they can't even get in the playoffs with all this uh, talent. Uh, also, too, there's been a lot of internal dysfunction even when he when Mayock came onto the team, and so we'll see. Um, and at number one, I have, of course, the Kansas City Chiefs at 15 and two. I only have them losing two games all season. I really think that them addressing their offensive line problems is 
bad news for for the rest of the NFL. Um, I think the only team that is going to come close um, or at least compete with them head to head is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They have a really stout defense. The only thing, though, that Tampa Bay needs to worry about is their secondary. And we're recording this right now on Thursday night. We just finished watching Thursday night football with the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. And the Cowboys definitely exploited their shortcomings of the Buccaneers in their secondary. And if Patrick Mahomes gets a hold of that secondary, it's lights out for the Buccaneers. There's nothing that defense is going to do to stop him. And there's nothing that Tom Brady can do to stop Mahomes, especially in a shootout, just because Mahomes' arm is electric. That team is explosive. Yeah. And, you know, Tom Brady sometimes can get out of a groove in certain in certain series and drives. And it was kind of apparent in the Cowboys. There are some occasions where, you know, they're able to get him off the field um, shortly. You can't do that with Mahomes, though, especially if you have a, a bad uh, secondary defense in that nature. So. Um, I do have the Chiefs, uh, again, winning this division. I think this will be their fourth division crown in a row, um, and it's no surprise. Um, And, yeah, I'm very interested to see how this turns out and to see what the Chiefs did to respond to their Super Bowl loss. Um, I can almost arguably say embarrassing Super Bowl loss to the Buccaneers, and I do see that it being a Super Bowl rematch uh, between the Bucs and the Chiefs. I I mean, each of these teams are the most talented, and there's really no other teams in either conference or division that could stop either one of them from basically getting to the end. So, all right, Cody. So you have the Chiefs obviously in the number one slot in the AFC. Who's your number two seed? Number two, I've got the Bills. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I have their record at 13 and four. So that would okay. be them at second place. Third seed. Uh, Third seed, I have the Tennessee Titans at 12 and 5. Okay. Fourth. I, I have the Browns at four at 11 and 6. Okay. Fifth. Fifth, I have the Miami Dolphins at 11 and 6. And I have the Raiders in the number two wild card at 10 and seven. Okay. And also at a record of 10 and seven, I have the Indianapolis Colts making the playoffs. All right. Very di- Well, I shouldn't say very different, but it is different than what I have. So, Let's go in the AFC West for me. Um, number four, I have the Denver Broncos. Listen, mm-hmm. um, their issues were were turnovers. Um, a lot of it was Drew Locke, of course. But Melvin Gordon fumbled a lot last year. Um, and they lost Philip Lindsay, who I felt was a good number two guy. Now, they like this Javante Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, on their team we'll see how he does but i still feel like melvin gordon is still going to be the number one guy i just i don't know i, I don't i don't think they're going to veer from that mm-hmm. um their defense is solid but i did see a report about bradley chubb being arrested earlier this weekend mm-hmm. um so i do feel like that could kind of play a factor uh, their defense is always going to be good just because you have Vic, Vic Fangio 
Um, and, um, he's, he's a defensive minded head coach. So, um, you know, he, that's where he's going to focus on, which is fine. But Teddy Bridgewater, um, is, he, he's a serviceable quarterback at best. He is better than Drew Locke. His mind, the way he sees defenses is a lot better and he can run. Drew Locke is more of, you know, he's got this really good arm and that's really all he has over Bridgewater, in my opinion. Um, and Bridgewater is going to have a, a few more uh, weapons to work with uh, receiver wise, I think, than he did in Carolina. But for the most part, I, I just don't see this team being much better. And I have them at nine and eight. Um, okay. I do feel like they have kind of a favorable uh, schedule, and I feel like that's why I have them a little bit higher than probably what I normally would put them at. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, they face the t- they face teams like the Jets. You know, I-, I think they can win against the Giants. I think they have a defense that can confuse Daniel Jones enough to uh, to end them end up winning that game. Um, they face the Eagles, the Bengals, the Lions, the Jaguars. So. Those are those are games that I can see them easily winning because I just honestly defense alone I feel like will uh, take them to the top, mm-hmm. and I do feel like they're going to split games against every team in this division. I feel like they can win a game against the Chiefs. I feel like they can win a game against the Chargers. I feel like they can win a game against the Raiders, and and I say that because. I feel like the Chiefs do play down and up to their competition. Mm-hmm. And I feel like at least the first meeting against the Chiefs, I do feel like they the Chiefs will play down. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Bronco, Broncos will overcome that. Um, and same with the Chargers and Raiders. I really mm-hmm. do. So the Raiders I have at three seed. Mm-hmm. And I have them at 10 and seven. Um, I... I didn't think I would like them as much as I do. You and I have them at the same record. Um, they've upgraded the defense. Um, you know, I, I like Casey Hayward. I like getting KJ Wright. I think that really helps uh, Yannick Ngakwe, obviously. Um, so I, I think those are really key additions to this offense. And then Trayvon Morig, I am really high on the guy, but we'll see. We've, I've, I've talked about how I like the Raiders defense so much and I never see it come to fruition. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm, I feel like I shouldn't be held back as much as I am about the Raiders, but I feel like I've been burned so many times. Like, right. Oh, this defense, it'll be good. It'll be good. I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take a step back. I'm going to really look at it. You know, Morig is a rookie, so mm-hmm. I don't have high expectations for him. Uh, Jonathan Abram. Um, I've seen already too much of him and I'm hoping that this new box safety position that he's going to be put in will definitely benefit us, but we'll mm-hmm. see. Um to me, them actually uh, uh, waving Carl Joseph was actually an encouragement. So, um, you know, that, that, that makes me feel 
a little bit better about our situation. But then obviously us signing KJ Wright, we still have Corey Littleton. And towards the end of the year, Littleton actually played better. Um, Nick Kwiatkowski, um, he's re- he's been solid for us since he's been on our team. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Trayvon Mullen, who was our number one corner last year. And then you adding Casey Hayward on the other side, I feel like we'll only move Mullen up even further. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I really like this defense. I like what they've done. I, I think Gus Bradley can really get this defense going how he wants them to, but we will see. I'm going to holster my expectations as much as I can, but I do feel like this defense is upgraded. But my only concern with the Raiders, you said you like their weapons. I'm not so high on their offensive weapons. Now, like you said, we lost Rodney Hudson, mm-hmm. who was huge for our offensive line. I like Andre James. I think he's a he'll, he'll be a really good center. Um, when we've had to use him, he's been good. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. He never really started over Rodney Hudson unless Hudson had an injury. Which um, he never Hudson, did. Yeah, and Hudson and Carr um, always, always had a, a really good relationship. So, you know, I'm, I don't think Carr is hard to get along with, but if you're taking the relationship with Hudson and Carr versus James and, and Carr, you know, obviously you're going to go with the one that was a few more years ahead, you know, yeah. uh, which was the Hudson and Carr. So I don't know. I, I can see how the Raiders could be really good, but I can also see how they could be really bad. And I love Henry Ruggs. I really do. I really want him to work. He mm-hmm. is. His route running can be really good. And with his speed, adding to that he could be a Tyree kill and that's mm-hmm. what I really like about him and he's I feel like he has better hands than Tyree kill but he has to get he, he has to blow us away because yeah. right now he's either the number one or the number two Brian Edwards is either our number one or number two so rugs and Edwards are really young receivers. I like Brian Edwards. I think he's been really good. And a lot of people have said he's kind of got that Terrell Owens, Des Bryant esque type of play, but we'll, well see. I hope it, I hope that's the case then. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Darren Waller right now, I feel like is our number one target, obviously. And then Hunter Renfro, who's really good. I, I love Renfro. He's mm-hmm. more of a third down type of receiver and then we added Kenyon Drake and Josh Jacobs so you know we'll we'll see how that mixture works but the receivers that we have other than Waller and Renfro really don't have experience and that's what worries me is the car and you know rugs or Edwards you know combination could really be good but mm-hmm. I could also see how there's a lot of miscommunication. And yeah. then you add to where we have missed on the offensive line or mm-hmm. what we lost on the offensive line, I should say. Um, that could be potential uh, big issue. It could be yeah. a huge issue, but also, we, you know, it could end up being really good. But 
it, it's it's just kind of there's a lot of questions and that's what worries me is the questions i don't have questions about car i'm not going to go into the whole car speech but i don't have questions about car i don't have questions about jacobs i don't have questions about drake i don't mm-hmm. have questions about waller those guys i know but it's everyone else I have a few questions about incognito is supposed to be our starting. uh, I believe he's starting left guard. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he was out with an injury at practice today. So we don't even know if he plays week one. Yeah. Um, And he's, he is a huge part of that offensive line. Um, So, you know, uh, we're already off to a roaring start. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see, but uh, I'm really encouraged, but I can also see how and why I'm holstering my expectations for the Raiders. But I will say, I feel like with their schedule, they can benefit from a lot of these uh, games that they have. So we'll see what happens. But I I think the Raiders are going to be a little bit better than what a lot of people are saying. Um, And then I have the Chargers at two. At mm-hmm. twelve and five, I like the Chargers. First of all, yeah. Herbert with a bad offensive line was phenomenal. Now he 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 doesn't have a great offensive line, but a better offensive line than he had last year. I feel like that's only gonna bolster what he could do. Mm-hmm. Austin Eckler was hit and miss with injuries last year. I feel like if he's healthy, he's gonna be really good this year, especially with Herbert. Yeah. Um. And then Keenan Allen, uh, they lost Hunter Henry. I know, but I, them getting Jared Cook, he's a possession guy. Mm-hmm. Um. As Raider fans, we've seen Jared Cook on our offense, and you know he was really he had a career year with Derek Carr. Mm-hmm. So with a with a great quarterback in uh, Justin Herbert, um, who's a young gunslinger, I think he could really benefit and could be a safety net for Justin Herbert. So. Uh, I like the offense. I know you're not high on the defense as as I am, um, but I don't know. I, I like the Chargers defense. I think they're going to be pretty okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, they lost Gus Bradley, so we'll see. I can see how, honestly, I could see how they could be like 5-12, and 12, but I also could see how they could be 12-5. and five. Mm-hmm. And I just think, it's hard for me to look past. I, I they got a defensive-minded head coach, um, who was the Rams' former defensive coordinator last year. So, I think that's kind of where I'm getting the confidence in the Chargers' defense and why I'm so high on them. Um, but I could see how I could potentially be a huge whiff on the Chargers. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna say the Chargers will be uh, twelve and five, and then. I have the Chiefs at number one. I don't feel like I need to explain it. I have them at 14 and three. I have them splitting games against everyone in the division, and those are their only losses. Hmm. Um, it's, I mean, even against the Packers, I just, I just feel like if you take the Chiefs offense and the Chiefs defense versus the Packers offense and the, and the Packers defense, mm-hmm. you, you would take the Chiefs offense over the Packers offense and, to be honest, I might take the Chiefs defense over the Packers defense. So, yeah. to me, that's what brings them over the edge. So, uh, And I can see also, too, how the Chiefs would lose a couple of games towards the end of the year. Like, if they're, like, 
I don't know, 14 and one mm-hmm. at going into week 16. And they're like, let's not start Mahomes. Let's keep him healthy for the playoffs. I could mm-hmm. also see how they could be like, yeah, let's just bench him, you know? Right. Yeah. So uh, how they could end up losing a few games. So, um, you know, and when we do this, just so everyone knows, we're mainly doing, you know, we're mainly focusing on the record, not necessarily who who they beat and who they lose to. It's more of basically the record, mm-hmm. you know, and who's getting in the playoffs. So um, for me, I have the Chiefs in the AFC playoffs. I have them as the number one seed. I have the Buffalo Bills at two with 13 and four. I have the Ravens at three with 12 and five, but now with the running backs, I, I might want to, might, you well, might want to rethink that one. Oh, well, I'm going to stick with it, but it's too late. I mean, if, if I had time mm-hmm. to switch it and really look over, I probably would have the Browns now in the uh, division winning, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't have time. So I'm just going to keep it. So I have the Ravens at three and then the Titans at four at 10 and seven. I have the chargers at five seed at 12 and five. I have the Browns in the sixth seed at 10 and seven and the Raiders making the wild card, the last wild card position. And uh, they'll be at 10 and seven. So that's my, uh, that's, that's my two cents. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So, Cody, yeah. I wrote ours down, uh-huh. wrote yours down, and I wrote mine down. Mm-hmm. So that way, by, at the end of the year, I can say I was right and you were wrong. And that's all I'm here for is just to say that you were wrong. Okay, great. Well, I cannot wait for any of mine to come and yours to know where be found, especially the Ravens one. I'm going to really toss that one. Even though you had no control over that, I'm going to really toss that at you. Well, you know, for for those of you who are listening and and you know know about us having ACL surgery, yes, we were also part of the Ravens practice squad. That's right. And unfortunately, we also tore our ACL. So mine was eight years before yours, though. But yes, we both tore our. ACL. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, he had Ray Rice. I mean, what could you have done? <laughs> Oh. Is that is that still too soon for this? For this <laughs> <laughs> um, I think he was still in the league still at the time. Hey Ravens, I think he's free. By the way, in case you guys were looking for somebody, I mean, might as well. He knows the offense, right? He had John Harbaugh as a head coach. Man, I mean, just what a bummer. J.K. Dobbins goes down. Then you have Justice Hill. Like oh, it, oh, I. Pretty sure it was like two days after Justice Hill went down. Yeah. And then today, as we're recording, Gus Edwards goes, Oh my God. I was so high on Gus Edwards. I, I was talking him up so much. I was like, Man, I love Gus. I wanted to get him in uh, fantasy. And every time I was about to pick him, someone else would get him. So I was like, Oh, damn. All right. Well, I'll go after <laughs> someone else. But, I mean, I guess it was a blessing in disguise. But man, I just, I cannot believe that just every running back, man. Yeah. Well, so my cousin, yeah, well that and Devontae Freeman, I guess they need to call Todd Gurdley to see if he's busy. Um, anyways, my, 
Yeah, my cousin Nick, though, he drafted, or actually, no, he didn't draft Gus Edwards. He drafted actually Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen in uh, the draft that we had this weekend. And he's been trying to trade one or the other because he doesn't want both receivers as his one and two or anything like that, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. And at first it was, you know, Jefferson for Julio Jones. I didn't say, I didn't think that was a good idea. I texted you and you're the same. No, that's not a good trade. And then he texted me earlier today that he actually agreed with another guy in the league, of course, to trade Adam Thielen for Gus Edwards. And literally within 15 minutes of that trade being accepted, the news breaks about Gus Edwards ACL tear. And I was like, did you see the news? He goes, Yes, I did. I'm currently texting the members of the league right now to veto the trade. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny, man. I yeah. mean, that's so unfortunate, but I oh, mean, I feel bad for the Ravens. I did see a tweet, though. This will be the last thing I say, but I did see a tweet that it was a picture of Jimmy Butler when they were in the bubble in the finals when he like was leaning over the uh-huh. fence and like, you know, was huffing and puffing. And they're like, Lamar Jackson after they. <laughs> they run them 48 times in a game. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> exactly what's going to have to happen for them to be competitive. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you so much for bearing with us. We wanted to go. We were okay with going a little bit longer because, you know, AFC West, NFC West. So, uh, thank you for bearing with us, though. But uh, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Like I said in the beginning, go check out all of our social media uh, platforms, which is going to be all Drew Code Sports Talk. Um, Go check out, uh, follow us and subscribe to our podcast, uh, which is going to be on all the major podcasts, which is iHeart, Google, Apple and Spotify. So go check all those out. We are on all of them and give us a, a rating rate and review on that um if it's a five star rating please let us know what we are doing right that you like so we can continue to do that if it is a one star be nice but also let us know what you don't like about us and um that way we can we can uh, try and fix that so please go ahead and do that um and then go check out fnxfitness.com they got some great stuff I am more of the supplement guy, and I love it. Unfortunately, I haven't really been able to use it as much since I uh, tore my ACL, but I still try and stay relevant with it. So I go on there every now and then like, and look at it and go like, well, when I go back to the gym, I definitely want to get that. So go check them out. But they also have great workout gear. Cody is more of the workout uh, gear guy. So he can he can attest to um, all the uh, all the all the stuff that they have. They have really good stuff. So but they do sell out fast. So go on the website quickly, and then when you are on the website quickly, and you're gonna about to check out, Cody is actually gonna tell you what code to use um, to get fifteen percent off your whole purchase. Yep. All right, guys, you guys are going to use Drew code 15 to get 15% off your purchase. Like Drew mentioned on our website that uh, Drew referred to, there's a special link that you click on. You guys can begin your shopping journey. I highly recommend the gear. It's good quality stuff. Uh, I, as I did have ACL surgery and I now I'm in physical therapy, I'm now able to use the gear as it was intended. And it is uh, still good quality after the hundreds of times I've worn it. 
you know, just for out and about or working out. And I wear the hat almost religiously every other time, every other day. If I don't feel like, you know, doing my hair or anything, I put it in that hat and it's good quality. I also got a face garter, which is fantastic. So uh, I, I know I've been using that a lot lately as well, since masks are kind of more uh, of a thing that are coming back, unfortunately, but you know, got to be safe. So other than that, you guys on our website as well, you guys can listen to full episodes of our podcast. Uh, you guys can also click on any of the social media links to follow, like our page or um, subscribe to the YouTube channel, as Drew had mentioned. Uh, also on there too, there's a questionnaire that you guys can leave if you guys want us to cover any specific topics, which I highly recommend. We'd love to interact with you guys and put, uh, give you guys content that you guys are wanting and want us to talk about. So we'd love to have that interaction with you guys. Uh, and again, don't forget to follow us on social media, as Drew had mentioned, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the good stuff. Uh, and I think that is pretty much it. You guys, football season is here. Fantasy football drafts have happened. If you guys haven't already done one, get one done immediately. Share with us your guys's uh, fantasy teams. We'd love to compare ours to your guys's and see your guys's journey because we will definitely be sharing you guys our journey along the season since Drew and I are in two leagues together this year. And we'll definitely be sharing our head-to-head battles and all that good stuff. So it should be lots of fun and good, competitive, wholesome stuff. And don't forget to listen to episodes coming up for baseball since playoffs are around the corner. And I know Drew's super excited about that. So, Oh, yeah. First place Giants. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, with all that being said, uh, please be nice to one another. Please wear your mask. Get yourself vaccinated to be safe. And uh, other than that, you guys, we will see you guys next week. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And we'll see you later. Peace, everybody.